story blocks. Uh, this week on cannabis legalization, new study says two out of three Republican voters want legal weed, and GOP congressional members are touting that new study. Federal health agency have issued warnings about CBD while noting that products purchased at a dispensary may be safer than purchased elsewhere. There's also a new study about epilepsy and cannabis and a study about if cannabis can contribute to heart disease. Plus, stick around for state news from North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Washington, and New Hampshire. Finally, we'll play Name That Strain on today's podcast. What's happening, everybody? Happy Sunday. It's cannabis legalization news. <laughs> you packed, packed it a lot. Pardon, you said? I said, you packed it a lot in that intro, man. I did. I uh, It's called a script. And so yeah, I wrote down what I wanted to say, said it, and then uh, edited it. It did it. Much easier than me just trying to do it on the live. That's the yeah. tough one. Now that we've kind of done the roundup, it makes it a lot easier. Thank you for joining us on another episode. We have some interesting news out of it's a poll, and uh, this poll has been reported on Marijuana Moment. 68% of conservative Americans support ending the prohibition against cannabis. That's two out of three GOP primary voters are more likely to choose candidates that support ending the federal cannabis prohibition. Wouldn't that be something if the primaries for next year's GOP, I guess it is next year's 2024, next yeah. year's GOP candidate, would be the one who says that they will legalize it. I think it's very interesting, but also this is not a Republican Democrat issue. It's an American issue. It's one out of three Americans or two out of three Americans rather that think legalization should happen. Well, it's a greater number than it's not. But it'd be interesting if they put it to their platform, but will they? They you know, probably like, will not. We do have the link for uh, this press release that they put out on G February 22nd. And they issued it. This is the Can Coalition for Cannabis Policy, Education, and Regulation. They did a survey that shows a 10-point increase from the year previously. That was 68% of likely 2024 Republican presidential primary and caucus voters support ending federal cannabis prohibition. Also, an overwhelming majority, 70% of the GOP voters, say a state's right to deal with the issue of cannabis legalization on their own terms. Legalization is a no-brainer, dude. At this point of the game, I think it's, people are creating their own realities when it comes to what is and isn't. For example, yourself as, as an entrepreneur, you were able to be a cannabis lawyer in businesses, right? In cannabis industry type business parts. Something like say, if you were a beer lawyer, you'd be involved with Anheuser-Busch and all these odds, whatever. But let, time will tell. How are we going to get to the end game of freeing everybody and not putting people in jail no more? I really don't know. And I really hope they get on board and add it because is it on a Democrat's agenda? Because the, they do that, right? The platforms create like their goals for the year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There are goals and there's platforms, but I don't think the Republicans have ever put it on their platform. I'm not sure if the Democrats have ever put it on their platform either. It's one of those things where everybody seems to want it, except for their elected officials who don't even bring it up. Yeah. I just think it's misleading news shit. Like nice that we talk about it and it's a thing. But also two or three Americans, it's the majority of Americans. As when I was traveling across the world, our nation, I didn't see a bunch. You can tell when you're in certain backwards thinking areas, non-progressive, I guess for a better word, 
But that doesn't reflect the people. That's just the, the people in charge. That's oh, And then that's how you got to look at these things. It's like those people in charge are still archaic. They're still old thinking, which is not same people who want to arrest their way out of a situation. We're trying to pander to the, the greater constitu constituencies, but in actuality, to have a real solution to the problem, there's other, there's ways to do it. But uh, hey, dude, I had to give a shout out to Matt in Kansas, the guy who I got that random phone call from. That was the scariest thing. We put ourselves out there. It was like a minute OPSEC thing, but also, holy shit, we got good people that watch us. And holy shit, we got people that watch us right uh -huh. now. There's a hundred people. Yeah. And then when we get what, whatever a thousand, whatever the reaches we got, I don't care. But the point is like, there's some really good people that are like, I got a random stranger phone call. I think it was on Tuesday. It was during a work day. I generally don't answer the phone sometimes. Mm -hmm. I answered it. And then it was like, Hey, is this, is this Miggy? And I never get a phone call to ask for my, my, my internet name. And I'm like, yeah. And scary fucking thing, but the dude was totally like, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know your phone number and social security number and everything else out there. And it's not just mine. It was yours too, but. That was my no. fault. I didn't see it. I didn't see it in the edit. And then it was in the edit. And so if you guys haven't checked out, you should. It is currently February 26th. You have until yes. March 10th to apply for an Illinois cannabis dispensary license from anywhere in the United States. And Miggy and I applied. You can check out the video of it. How did I apply for a dispensary in 2023? Google that. That we should come up for that one because yeah. I think that's what we titled it. And it's true. Like Illinois has opened up the cannabis market in its state for social equity applicants throughout the country. Cool video because it's like no shit. Like here we are trying to put ourselves out there, do a try, and this is the same try that everybody else has. A everybody chance else, to do. the winners, the winners are going to do the same thing. Now they might be human and trafficked and exploited and manipulated by the, the money people behind them. Yes. We don't know that. But the chances are, but the point being is this is one of those great equators. This is the reason why legalization happens, right? For $250. And if you got an arrest or if you live in an impoverished area. No, and it's and, not, and, it's no longer conditional. It used to be one or the other. Now it's both. And then there's a map, a map and then there's links in the video. Yeah. So check out our how to apply for a cannabis dispensary license on our channel. If this is the first time you guys have tuned in, don't forget to smash them likes, click subscribe and leave us a comment. We'll come up more often. So the person who asked about how I met the requirements, I've both been arrested several times and I live in an impoverished area apparently. So, Hey, yes, you do. And so this is one of the cool things that we can do through the magic of technology. We can go to the States. And so it's real easy. You just go to this website. You do Google IDPFR, Adult Use Cannabis Dispensary. This will come up. And this is the first, like the second link is where you can go to apply. It didn't take us very long. And then here's this map. And if you're in the map or not, the map, for example, I don't live here anymore, so that's fine. So don't send anything there, but it was in it. Yeah. And, five. and so then you'll see whether or not you're in the map or not. And so this one is, it's in green and then you need to have both. And so I no longer live there, but also I was never arrested. So Miggy has both. He can apply. It took us like 10 minutes tops. Yeah, you're witnessing a real partnership, really. It's a real like adventure. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Cause then once we, if we win mm -hmm. the quote unquote lottery, right. then we have to do the next process is they actually quote unquote, make a business plan. Oh like, no, yeah. I got plans on that. Oh, we, sure. we understand how much they cost to to build, raise, and open, but then it, it becomes other stuff where the stuff that I'm hearing out of the state is pretty interesting. People are getting into shelf space agreements. Mm. We, we might be able to finance the build out through entering into a shelf space agreement. Yeah. Or we just sell some equity because we, we've never done this before. So if you've never opened a dispensary before, 
might want to have somebody who has, or at least enter into a contract. Yeah, this is why, again, since we started this podcast, why I've been fucking with you, for lack of a better word. Man, we're we're like, just like grownups, right? We're trying to how to do the business side of things. I never really understood that. I do understand it, but I just don't like it. I don't appreciate, I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. I just want to be like, look, give me my money and I'll do what I need to do, period. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I need to help that establish that little foundation, which again, if you're going to get involved in this, you need to create a team. You need to find a team of people that you can trust and work with, period, in all this, any stage. Yep, absolutely. And then that's one of the things that I've published. We'll go over it later. I guess we'll do that on our, it's 420 somewhere, a plug for my company. But I have to add a new one because it has to, I have to talk about your CFO member of your team. It's very overlooked. The CFO member, the person who actually understands finance and cap tables and discounted financial analysis and net present value so that we can understand like what our pre-money valuation is, our post-money valuation, and then look at the P&Ls every month to determine what it actually is because those types, and then what are the options that you have to capitalize yourself? That's not your accountant. Your accountant doesn't do those types of things. They may if they are a double threat, but typically accountants got an accounting degree and a CFO's got a finance degree. And again, once you get to the business side of things, we're, we're just trying to get the badge. We're trying to get the license to get in. And then we're going to build that other part of the team. The, like you said, the CFO, mm-hmm. the financier. Like that's why you do the finances. I'll help do the other media, whatever I need to do, promotions and stuff. But, but yeah, you definitely, everybody, you need to hire people who take that part of that one job seriously because eventually that's what's going to be like a portion of your company mm-hmm. running and that doesn't make the whole part right like i work for two bigger companies they have their own like hr it's like government everything has layers and shit to get through that to get a thing done but you want to talk about some state news hey we do we actually have something that came out of washington state washington state news go ahead man Oh yeah, we Washington bill will uh, prevent employers from testing job applications for cannabis. This is something again. Ten years of regulation, we're just getting to this. Ten years of legalization, and only now published on February twenty second, twenty twenty three. Ten, actually eleven years, because they, I think you guys legalized in twenty twelve, and then it became effective for retail sales by like twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, and it's not just that. The, so this bill is just a bill, right? This is not even a rule yet. That's the problem with this whole process. Ten-year law. Yeah, it's not part of the actual what I'm allowed to do or what's allowed to happen. So uh, again, the, it, will it take three years like Homegrow has? Because Homegrow just finally a portion of Homegrow it doesn't even reflect the original bill, but a portion of Homegrow has passed out. Hopefully, going to go forward. How long will this take to get through? Who knows? knows? Or will it even get through? But it's going to stop employers from Washington State from discriminating against job applicants for using cannabis outside of work. It's been legal for a decade. And this is only now becoming a thing. And the sponsor of the bill is Senator Derek Stanford. He has a quote that says, this will allow more people to apply for jobs without having to worry that they're going to be screened out in that hiring process. Which is like... Ridiculous thing to have anyways, right? Because where has drug testing actually catch bad employees? Show me where it's actually prevented something. Yep. I used to work with an employment and labor lawyer named Lenny Sachs, and he would say, hey, if you're going to have a drug-free workplace policy in your company, be ready to fire your highest performer as well as your lowest performer. And if you're able to do that, fine. And that's one of the reasons why I think rote jobs like fast food or the lower service jobs they can do that because everybody's doing the same thing, but you aren't going to see it in like a software company or a law yeah. firm. Oh, dude, like I said, I've always said before that I make the most money and never had to take a drug <clears throat> test. You know what I mean? Like jobs where I've made the most money 
is something like your skill set proves who you are. But again, manual labor where I've learned half the shit I know, that's the guy who deserves to be vibing. The guy who's putting fucking cans mm -hmm. on shelves, digging a hole. Working, even. like doing labor, doing yeah. stuff to beat down your body because that you're strong when you're young. That type yeah. of work, yes, you should be able to smoke weed. Make that, it seriously. That remedial repetition, but also it lowers, it belittles the whole cannabis use and working because it's, it is medicine. It's, a, uh, it's not like I'm saying the guy who should be digging a hole should be allowed to drink. I definitely don't get as much done when I'm drinking versus smoking all day or whatever the case may be yep. or comparison. But they shunt you toward that one. They say, Hey, this one's legal. Yes. It's freely available. It's cheap. Like right now over there is the Missouri Valley conference championship game of Bradley Braves versus the Drake Bulldogs, I think. So whoever wins gets to go to the NCAA playoffs. I will guarantee you that they are serving beer across the street. The recent Super Bowl shows the great hypocrisy what we have here, right? How many freaking types of alcohol does Serena Williams sell? I saw her in a beer commercial, an alcohol commercial, and it was all these sports figures selling booze. Not even well, like George Clooney or like The Rock. I any think of these fuckers, dude. No, I just, it just, it, it is the hypocrisy that's, that, that's hurting us. Sedition is doing more harm than good overall society wise, mm -hmm. just like you're for cancer. Could have been. Dude, let me share this with you guys. So I shared this in the Slack earlier and uh, it has to do with Carter, right? Yeah. Could have had legalization by now. Can you yep. imagine like 27, 1977. Yeah. Yeah. Carter endorses. And the only reason why they lost or didn't go through with it. We even had Keith's drop on here, but we didn't want to, I didn't want to ask, like, I did want to ask, but I didn't ask, but he knows he did. He's admitted in articles, but he's the one that screwed legalization in the United States, honestly, when it came to that one administration, but I can't blame him. Cause you also probably think, cause you're so impassioned by the plant and you see the, the it was truth. Just so much easier to sustain a lie 50 yeah. years ago or 1977, I guess would be like what, 46 years ago. Yeah. It was just so much easier to sustain a lie back then. Not that we don't believe in weird, crazy, hooky, spooky shit now, but you don't really have any reason to other than you want to believe that hokum. You do. You don't really have any scientific reason to do it. You could just maintain a lie back then. You couldn't do the studies. You didn't have the internet. You couldn't go, is this a source that's reliable? There's three sources. That's part of like in that time frame in the 77, because this is also the time when Fox News was created because they were trying to counteract. Yeah, go ahead. Technically, that came substantially later because that was in the 80s after they had sponsored certain changes to laws so that mm -hmm. they didn't have to give two sides of the story anymore. Right. That's when they relaxed that in the mid 80s during cable. And then they pitched Fox News like in the 70s and Roger Ailes didn't get anywhere. And then it did start to get traction in the 90s after that law had been changed. But you saw what I'm talking about, though, because as far as like this Carter at that time when legalization almost hit us. It was the common sense thing, right? People would look outside the door and be like, oh, yeah, I guess this isn't so bad. We're that close. But what failed us was Strop sending in that letter about the cocaine parties this guy went into. Yeah, I've um, been doing those cocaine parties in the 70s. And that went all the way to the 90s, though, cocaine parties, right? Wasn't the, the 80s like a blurb? The 80s were brought to you by cocaine, I believe. Oh, but it's 20 past the hour. So that means that no matter where you are, it is 420 somewhere. Good times. Good times. Oh, that was brought to you by Cloud Base. That's not. Oh, yes. No, I did not get that. And I don't. 
we don't have 420 show note break in our show notes. And then I was doing stuff. And so I don't have any shilling for the company. No, it's all good. That's why I threw it in there. But uh, are we doing the uh, 420 somewhere live? Or are we doing that pre-recorded today? Yeah, we're doing that pre-recorded. We have a guest that'll be on. She's going to be talking about SXXW and Texas legalization. We have some Texas mm-hmm. legalization stuff coming up. So check that out. That's going to be fun, dude. It sure is. It sure is going to be fun. But one thing at a time. We got some interesting news. And interesting, I mean, like, the regulations take forever. And regulations take forever news. There is a new federal health agency issuing a CBD warning while noting that dispensary products may be safer than those purchased elsewhere. Neat. So hold on a second. I'm typing there. I'm stamping it. 1840. Yes. Somebody has to do the chapters right but then a federal health agency i like how they've it's very nondescript federal health agency well the name of the health agency i believe is the substance abuse and mental health services administration a very underfunded it is yeah it's known as samsha sam samsha 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 and the popularity of cbd products continues to grow it's it actually does have a, a samsha leader And she has a PhD, by the way. She also has a Twitter account. And they tweeted this SAMHSA advisory opinion. Let's see if we can click on the tweet to get... Okay, the actual tweet. I wanted to see. That is not how you make links, American government. So you make links. But like the summary of this article, though, too, is like, okay, so they're saying CBD products are fucking probably potentially bad. Probably the ones you buy over the store. But the products you're buying at the dispensaries are safer because why? Oh, because they are regulated. Because they are regulated. I believe that is why. In 2019, over 270,000 United States retailers sold non-FDA-approved CBD products. Percentage of CBD users who purchased it from a marijuana dispensary was 40. Retail store, 34%. Online, 27%. Another source, aka gas stations, 12%. Yeah, I don't trust half the shit that you see out there when it comes to cannabis. And again, because of the authorization, because it's like, if this plant is not legal in the state, I really don't, tr- I mean, I, there's besides the, like the ones who are trying risking, like shipping Delta eight flour across state lines, right? There's plenty of companies out there. You just got to find those legit ones to take that are willing to take that risk. But I don't think as many that you see in the advertisements are, that's the hard part to, to find. If we had federal legalization, it would make it so much easier for the consumers to discern where they're getting good product versus, Hey, this guy just bought a bunch of China hemp. Or something. Mm-hmm. I will guarantee that they were obligated to draft this report. And this report also includes footnotes and then also parrots a lot of federal statutes and regulations. So this was done on purpose to say that they've done their job. Good work. They've done it. Yeah. I just, again, there's, you're reinforcing how the regulated market's a better market in the, the states. Or people are being hurt. Citizens are being hurt by this lack of cohesiveness of law in our own country. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yep. They spend the CBD versus marijuana, legal definitions. It's how they started this thing. They started it with the market breakdown and definitions like you always do, and then potential health effects. Yeah. And then CBD versus marijuana, they do cite the legal definitions. Oh, good. It's the oh, uh, farm bill. I'm glad that I was buried in there. And they have links. <laughs> well. Do they have the conclusion where they say, please use the dispensaries, which would be funny. That, that would be probably practical and that'd be the good thing to, to advise if you're going to tell someone to consume cannabis, but one policy catches up with what common sense is, that'll be a fun day. Yep. And then it has a link out to the FDA stuff and the FDA 
Beck last month said FDA includes existing regulatory framework for food supplements not appropriate for cannabidiol. We'll work with Congress on new way forward. AKA, see you in 2028, everybody. Shit, man. Again, until federal policy happens because of the hemp market and the ambiguity between the two, hemp and marijuana, nothing's really going to be solid. So for another 20, 30 years. Oh, we're just talking about how the government's failure to be able to regulate hemp by itself. Yeah. Now, imagine you're going to use THC now. How are they, how well are they going to be able to marijuana plant? And by marijuana, I think just THC. Right. Well, that's. Cannabis plant. When there is a hodgepodge of regulations everywhere. How are they going to have a unified system to say, this is the way that you're supposed to do it? That's the problem. That's the, with with regulation itself is it's trying to define it with that THC barrier. Somebody in our Facebook group, I always go through the chats, trying to filter out the spam bots and trying to answer like some questions about cannabis consumption through the memes and whatnot. Somebody's like, Hey, I don't get high no more, which you hear a lot. And my suggestion is try hemp, try a Delta eight, try flower though. Like the flower component of the plant, not like an extract or some shit like that, but actually smoke the flower because a lot of those like rosins or your Delta eight extracts, all that supposedly is originally flower. And that's why I question things. That's why I say, just stick to the original product. But if you're not getting high, it's not about THC. It's about the cannabinoid and terpene experience combination and how it affects your body. So it's not just THC, but yet because the word psychoactive is in definition of THC, people are the regulations like, oh, we gotta, it's a thing, right? This can't be installation to your house and a fun Friday night. No fucking way this can be, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then the, and so now we're talking about an inability to regulate CBD hemp. How on earth do we expect them to do anything to regulate THC cannabis? That's the thing is like the overthinking of the regulation. Cause the only regulation really, like I always say is lab regulation is plant regulation. Make tax collection easy. Cigarettes have been killing us for decades. They know how to regulate that. McDonald's. How many yeah. fucking victims? Quite a few. And yeah. then they know how to regulate that. And so like the, you read the federal statutes that they've proposed and it's just GMP certified compliant. And it's okay, great. So you're going to need to have standards in your operation. Yeah. Yeah. What, Just if you were making green beans in a can. Th- that's the thing, right? SOPs and like the business side for bigger things is very boring. And that's what, back to like us applying for that license and how I hope to financially succeed for, or the success I hope to seed. You also have to set realist, really realistic. There you go. Realistic obligations and or bars and all that stuff, right? Because I'm not going to think I'm going to walk away with $2 million. Everybody's going to get their part and walking away with $400,000 is not too bad for a $250 investment. Fingers crossed that we win. Fingers crossed. And then I'm trying to get other people just to crowd the Peoria space so that we can also, and oh, somebody else that needs help that's from out of state has one. Let's put together the C Corp and start raising that cap. Exactly. It's a low entry to a good return. And this is the kind of shit that is good for Americans as far as like low people who, the average Joe type shit. That's what this is about. $250. If you can scratch that up and it went through the grievances that I had, then the, hopefully the ball is yours. So we got some weird medical news. Week. Interesting, weird medical news to report out of Forbes. I was just queuing up the article on Good. that, but let me see here. This one was a stuff that I wasn't expecting. There we go. So far. Look at that. 
According to Ford's magazine, marijuana use may increase chances for heart disease, according to a study. I'm not What's sure that? about that. Let's dig into it. It has to do with people who use cannabis could be more susceptible to heart disease than people who have never used, according to a study published by the American College of Cardiology, found that daily marijuana users were more were 34% more likely to develop coronary heart disease because of a blockage of buildup of plaque in the heart than people who have never used the drug. An interaction between THC and blood vessels could promote inflammation and the buildup of plaque, according to the researcher's conclusion, which is interesting that an anti-inflammatory, when placed into blood vessels, evidently could promote inflation and create the buildup of plaque. I believe munchies. Munchies may also be it. It could be a number of things, but how are the confounders? Let's see. The survey published by the National Institutes of Health. So again, they might have had to have been looking for the harm because those are the only studies right. that get funding. And so the Centers for Disease Control Prevention estimate at least 48.2 million people have used the drug at least once since 2019. Remember that. People just don't think weed's as cool as you do, especially you guys. Again... We underestimate so many portions of the population. I think the cannabis consumer, which is the average consumer, right? You were saying just earlier how be ready to lay off both your shittiest worker and your best performer because we cover the gamut, period. This is just another bullshit article because you can't put this type of study in an overall population. But they make it sound like it's certain. Linked to tobacco. It's not, it has not been closely linked to tobacco, but the, okay. they say that it hasn't been studied very well has not been closely linked to tobacco and then smoking cannabis can also harm lung tissue and cause lung scarring and damage blood vessels a small study released in november 22nd number i'm sorry november 2022 suggested emphysema and airway inflammation was more common in marijuana smokers than in cigarette smokers and an august poll from gallup said many people are smoking cannabis but that is a I'd say a Debbie Downer of cannabis legalization is there. I don't think, man, I just think it's bullshit news that where you're, it's a study being, like, we've had plenty of evidence out there with people, consumers, like normal everyday citizens for years that I, don't, I just don't think the averages are there. We're like, are heart attacks increasing in a nation because of cannabis use? I don't think so. It's the same shit, same day. I think the heart attacks are more likely to be blamed by diet and lifestyle. Some of the right. lifestyle, of course, includes cannabis use, but. I don't understand unless they were actually trying to find that. We could dig into the study and like actually go through the science. Would There's people no enjoy that? Maybe. If you want to hear about the science, give us more likes. And tell us yeah. in the comments. There you go. That's tell us in the comment. That's what I'm supposed to say. What you think about this study out of Forbes magazine. Who benefits? Yeah. Who benefits? Who benefits? And then the, I'm Ooh. trying to find the link to the study. I don't like when they have articles that don't link to studies. They say, here's this study. Here's what? some facts behind the study. It was published here. That's the unfortunate First. thing about Forbes magazine and getting away with this bullshit. You should have links to that study all over that article, but yet they'll get away with this. We'll say it. Just don't mm. make us prove it until later. Or if we do, we'll find a way. True that. Got some interesting news out of another state, though. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We're going to move on to New Hampshire. Let's see. New Hampshire House bill passes marijuana legalization bill that's sponsored by top Republican and Democratic lawmakers. Maybe we're going to get some understanding of what will happen in New Hampshire cannabis, adult use cannabis. Very cool. Good luck to you guys. The northeast corner needs to lock it up. 
Yeah. I don't know how many people actually live in New Hampshire, but they cast her vote from legalization from seat 420. Good for Amanda Bolden. She must be nice. an elected official in New Hampshire. Members of the House Commerce and Consumer Affairs and Liquor Subcommittee spent weeks working on the proposal, and they've approved HB 639. Body would also be renamed the Liquor and Cannabis Commission, so they're going to do a similar regulatory body as they've done in Washington State, where they give it to the liquor regulators. But that's parity. That's what we've been asking for. Regulate it like alcohol. But yeah, yeah. and again, but it isn't. Yes, alcohol does not have possession limits, for example. True story. Yeah, sorry about the back noise. I got a little kitten playing in a box back here. So in case oh, you do that we right. have a that, that's do we have a bumper for a kitten cam? It's gonna we need one, dude. Show, Show the cat. That. It'll probably help us get more uh, views right now. Yeah, right now they're adorable, but uh, yeah, they're cool. But they mm -hmm. play for everything. Kittens are cool. Okay. Well, here's the possession limit information. Adults 21 and older will be able to purchase, a, possess, and or gift up to four ounces in New Hampshire if. This HB 639 goes ahead and passes. Within 18 months of enactment, the State Department of Health and Human Services and Commission would develop regulations allowing existing medical cannabis dispensaries to apply for dual licensing. That quite often. Nice. Cannabis cultivators are going to be taxed at 15% of their monthly gross revenue. That's, a, that's uh, the governor of the government wedding and speak pretty well. Just, hey, how much did you make this month? All right, where's my cut? 15% is not too bad, opposed to the... Uh... Well, that's how the cultivator's back, man. It's 15%. That's twice. The cannabis privilege tax in Illinois is like 7%. And so really? There it's, yeah. Wow. Because I think, well, if you're here in Washington, I think it's like 30%. But like the upcoming Oklahoma vote, I think it's going to be the uh, same thing, 15%. I thought it was 7 and 15. I'm not sure. We'd have to check the Oklahoma yeah. vote. But we'll be covering that as March comes back up. And that's the other thing. Every state has their own tax rate. Right. And yeah. Did, what, what do you mean you haven't memorized all 50 of the tax rates? Because or the law. The yeah. law of every fucking state. The requirements right. for each states. They also have IRC 280E mitigation, at least at the state level, because many states parrot the federal regulations for taxing and for at least the calculation of what income and like what you can deduct or not deduct. And so that 280E very often burdens the trafficking of the Schedule One substance because yeah. Congress has not figured out how to regulate this plan. Schedule one. If federal, like if federal were to happen, I think the best thing could they override the taxes implemented? They can't in individual states because that's individual states' power, right? To, to yeah, but the feds could tax it too, then. And so it will, but right. what I'm saying as far as like <laughs> saying, because 50% is high, but like I'm comparing that to Washington State's bullshit 37 or whatever it is, ridiculous amount. Like I feel for these guys. This is another hard part. Like, Making it harder to go into this industry because of the taxes. Because you got to compensate like, okay, I got to make this much money for myself. Then I got to give this much money to this other guy over here who I'll never see, never know. And just trust I'll never get arrested or go through some raided or any of the other things that other industries don't have to worry about. That's right. We do have some pretty cool news, though, out of North Carolina. Let's see how many more articles we have. We might want to do name that strain first and then a couple of news stories to wrap it up. We got North Carolina, and then we have Cleveland, and then we have Pennsylvania. Let's see. Uh, and an epilepsy story, all with name that strain. So I think we can do name that strain and then try to wrap this up before four so that we can get to the podcast that we're going to do next. Right on, dude. Right on, dude, indeed. Let's see here. There she goes. 
That's uh, name that strain. Colors. Yeah, who colors? Is she has not yet been picked, and that's sometimes happens. You have to wait until they're ripe. I don't know if I would pick that one because you can still see like some of those uh, pistols are alive. They aren't red. Yeah. Some are red and sunken in, but not all of them. I bet if we examined that under our jeweler's loop, there would be some clear trichromes and maybe not the full head of the uh, capsiate or whatever it is. You, but you're there though. When you're grow, you're looking at the trichromes. You're checking those. That's the advantage of having a home grow, right? Like. Yep. That's why I gaff off trying to be true to grow because I don't have the time to give it. When I do give it time to grow, I'll have a garden and I'll have a plethora of things and I do try to tend to it. But when I know I don't have time or will have time, there's just nothing I can do because when it's so illegal and prohibition out there, that it doesn't make it worth the time sometimes. The ones that we just harvested yesterday, I should have put up nice our video of our little harvest that we had yesterday had some, I would call it these types of smells. Berries and earthy aromas, followed by a citrus. This is a good one for a, a novice grower. So the beginner would, I guess they probably are pretty ruddy, not very delicate of a plant, which is something that you really want when you're a beginner. You want a hardy plant. But to identify the trichomes though, to get that level of pulling out drawers looking, looking and be like, this is what I'm going to harvest here. That's definitely an indicator, right? You see all the questions there. When do I harvest? When do I purge? When do I flush? These are all factors to making good tomatoes. Right. Yeah. Those tomatoes, you can learn so much about when to grow those tomatoes. And that's something that you really can find on YouTube and that YouTube yeah. for you can find out how to grow tomatoes really well and all the life cycle components of it. I don't know if you could do the commercial, but you can get at least a hobby and an understanding the commercial cultivation. I think that, that it's like making McDonald's hamburger. You like, you need the machines. Do we have a clue on this one? This was a hard one. This, this one is a hard one. This one is a hard one. It's because it's, uh, it's new genetics. And so like That's it's good. animal cookies crossed by OG KB crossed by wet cream. Wow. Many people have said cookies too. That's interesting. Animal cookies is the particular one crossed mm. with OG KB crossed with wet cream. Even Chad hasn't got it yet. Um, she's a homegrown original, which means that this is something you could find and we've already, and I think that I can go ahead and do another one of them right here. If it's still in there, great. I'm sharing a little link for you guys in the chat. That's where you can go find uh, this particular cultivar if you think it's something that you would enjoy. Are those the seeds that uh, the company that you? Uh... Yep, that's the company that you know has given us an affiliate nice. for seeds, and that one is called Cement Shoes. Very so cool. This is a beginner-friendly strain, and it's pretty strong. Twenty-two percent THC, they say. Berries and earthy aroma, and she's a homegrown original, meaning that they made it for you guys themselves it's their own proprietary and again growing is such an experience you learn so much i have bags of hemp seeds that i'm hoping i will test more than 0.3 percent so we'll see we'll see bro like i'm really excited about the willie nelson and the lemon amnesia that i have and then i have something a clones of something that's fairly similar to this it's a purple punch crossed with an afghani that og cookies crossed with og kb crossed with wet dream that's that's little california right there if Bubba Kush, the Mama Kush, and then they had General Mints, and they fucked. They make yeah. this one. Yeah, it's a mostly indica plant, a greenhouse, mm. indoor, outdoor, tempered, continental, sunny, Mediterranean. Kyle Cushman says, reminds me a lot of OG Kush Breath. And then wow. I think that's one of its parents, OGKB, OG Kush Breath. Very intense and psychedelic stone. I think right now it's time to pop beans too. Chad, correct me wrong, Northwest. We're coming up to March, and April's time to throw things in the ground, I believe. So... Pop those seeds. The time's comes on soil temp, man. And so like right now we're still waiting 
for our, we have a hoop house that we have to put up and then mm. it's still, I was going to stop over at the garden supply store today. Mm-hmm. It's still closed for the season. Cause like I oh, need wow. some perlite cause I don't like how my substrate's draining really well. Okay. Um, but whatever. We got some great news out of North Carolina, by the way. Did you know that? We have some yes, I saw that earlier. Yeah, this is this one is. Oh wait, what does Chad say about when? What time? Get it started. Is? Inside, get started right now. Get started right now. So if you're on the West Coast and the P PNW, it's about time for you to prep your plants. But yeah, North Carolina is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say North Carolina is pretty cool. Here is what they're gonna have. We are getting long in the tooth of cannabis legalization news when states like North Carolina. Put together a bill like this. This is Senate Bill 3 filed on, does it say exactly when it was filed? It was filed on January 26th, 2023, a bill to be entitled an act enacting in the North Carolina Compassionate Care Act. North Carolina is getting into the medical marijuana game. South Carolina is still trying to get the recreational almost moved because they are on medical right now, I believe. Yeah, it has a debilitating medical condition list. See that right in there? Because I do. Yeah. Post-traumatic stress disorder. And then stress, you also have to prove it though. You have to have one or more traumatic events and it can be military service, victim mm. of violence or sexual crime, de- first responder, details of the trauma shall not be required. MS yeah. is also on the conditions, terminal diagnosis, lots of very serious medical conditions. You know, what's interesting about the, uh, the first responder one though, it's like, okay, you're allowed to see all this messed up stuff and be entitled to cannabis, but yet. You'll lose your job. Like, um, there's no employee protection in there, is there? Probably not. I don't know. I'm trying to find out if there's THC limit. I imagine so. Because I'm trying THC and I'm not getting anything on that. Or type in percentage, just the percentage symbol. Percent. No, I don't know if I have the whole document pulled up as well Mm -hmm. in this particular thing because I have to scroll through it and it's like an embed kind of thing. So I might not even be able to. But again, it's on it. It's a bill being applied, going, running through the motion. So fingers crossed they make it right. Like fingers crossed something is better than nothing, I guess. Something is better than nothing. And we're just trying to find out how much cannabis you're allowed to have and what and they have verification systems, periods, packaging, child resistant packaging, of course, yeah, annual of course. reports. I don't well, see anything about the percentages so hopefully it's just regular cannabis and not low thc usually you can find low thc oh i got you a texas and we'll be talking about deep diving later maybe right because like they just have no persons i'll be without a medical cannabis supplier license so maybe that might be like an mmtc but you can grow cultivate produce or sell cannabis or cannabis infused products it doesn't say low thc which is nice i'm glad that we are seeing that oh yeah yeah and then again what the bill or law whatever it happens to be Get its foot in the door. That's where things like here, Washington State, we still have fucking knuckleheads trying to cap tie taxes with percentage of THC. Like, why? Our taxes in Illinois have to do with THC percentages too. So edibles are taxed at one level, flowers taxed at another level, and your extra like your, your vapes or your dabs are taxed at the highest level. But there's no need for that that that, that parody. I guess there's no need for that. Like alcohol is not made like that. Beer versus a booze, and that's the thing, right? We call it. It's all alcohol. Mm-hmm. It is. We don't go around calling hemp and, and marijuana THC. It's all THC. No, we kind of do. And then we also have a lot of these types of news articles. This one comes out of signalcleveland.com. Yeah. So we have some Ohio cannabis legalization news. Cleveland tests job applicants for marijuana despite mayor's expungement push. 
The director of HR admitted during Cleveland's city council budget that a t- positive test for marijuana is dis- considered disqualifying for employment mm. with the city. The great hypocrisy. That's it. That's just, we live in this constant, like, we'll say one thing with the, trying to appease people, but flat out just being on one side of the issue. You work for the government, you can't use weed. That's the same thing with the Biden shit, right? When they said, okay, we're going to try and do this, but yet if you're in the administration or any of the other stuff, you can't say you were a consumer. Yep. No. I'm sorry. I can't work for the administration. That's too bad. I really wanted to do some good, but I could be a member of Congress and smoke weed. Yeah. yeah if no, I get they, elected. Yeah. And again, prohibition hasn't caught bad people. The law itself hasn't caught bad behavior amongst, it just can't, you gotta be smart about things, right? Like when I joined the Navy. And the guy's like, with my dreadlocks, you ever smoke weed? I'm like, all right. Well, no, you didn't say you ever smoke weed. He's so like, how many times do you smoke weed? They went to like, more like, how often do you smoke? And he's like, let's just say three times. You only got three times and tried it. Because I went in all whatever. But uh, just teach, go to your doctor. You don't try, you should be able to be open with this plant. You should be able to say, this is my lifestyle and this is what I do. But for, to survive in this fucked up America, or capitalism or whatever you want to call it. Mainstream capitalism. Of Pennsylvania, though? No, let's go. All right, let's do some interesting Pennsylvania medical cannabis news. It's one of those ones that you don't like to see. So here's the one out of Pennsylvania. Medical marijuana card in Pennsylvania led to some legal trouble mm. for some drivers. This person was pulled over by a cop, like they do. Yeah. They pull people over. And uh, he gave him... His medical cannabis cards. And that was all the cop needed to give that person a DUI. Oh my God. That's unfortunate. When, again, the cops are trying to make the law here. How many states do they say? I think it's in your state where the no, cops. This is are Pennsylvania. Saying, no, but as far as what some cops are saying, that it has to be in the original container from the facility. Yes. Yes. And so we do have that. Some cops say it has to be an original container from the facility or in a sealed odor proof. They just changed the odor proof. So it no longer has to be that, but it still has to be in a sealed container. Yeah. These aren't ways to prove to, to, these aren't crimes, right? Like this person having a card and now you got a DUI. Versus- but it was, she was in an accident. And so she was in a uh, car accident and then she gave the trooper an ID. Uh-huh. But just like how I had a medical card before they changed the policy here in the state that looked like any other state ID, I would try to use it to get into bars sometimes. It was hilarious. Sure. And uh, it's a state ID, right? It just says yeah. that I'm medical marijuana. Well, but okay. I wasn't in a, in a car accident and showing that to the police officer then to say, oh, yeah, this is me, officer. But that's pretty interesting. So she wasn't driving under the influence of anything. But when she showed him that ID, he took a look at it, and that was all he needed to suspect Damn. that she had been driving impaired. No, that's just freaking horrible. Like the fact that here, even it's just so frustrating. It's not like he noticed some sort of incoherentness about her or some sort of like if she was drunk, like you can tell when someone's drunk or we jokingly be like, oh man, God, that guy's high. But, but it's no, not the same. That's not the parody. The intoxication effect of the product is not the same. And her showing the ID, this cop is just an idiot for saying you're a bad person for telling me. This, this is the, again, more shit that enables bad behavior from our side too, right? From the consumer. I don't want, I gotta lie. I gotta lie so I don't go to shit. You do. You have to lie so you don't go to jail. And to round up, we have some international news that came out this month. And so I'm going to do a quick little bumper and then we are going to get to international cannabis news. In international cannabis news, parents and scientists back 
a new study into the benefits of cannabis-based medicine for children with severe epilepsy. This comes out of drugscience.org.uk. February 13th, 2023 was International Epilepsy Day. And they put out a press release about a cannabis medication and that there are 35,000 children with epilepsy that cannot be controlled in the UK and touting the cannabis medications that have a potentially huge breakthrough with studies in the US, Canada, Australia, and Israel, but not necessarily in the UK yet as the patients and the medical cannabis in general just isn't as mature in that industry or in that country as it is in the United States. I wonder why. Canada and Israel. I would, but I wonder why that portion of the world used to be so advanced, right? They're the ones that two little islands conquered the world. But I wonder why the UK is so behind on prohibition and policy and just what it is. Because the United States, like they, they're comparing their studies to the United States and all the other places. But I think the EU in general is going to lock it up before they, they as a country themselves, get done. Germany is going to be about to turn. Some other countries out on that side, I think Hungary or Belgium or whatever, they all have some form of legalization. I don't know, man. I just I have such a hard time keeping up with all the changes and all the different ones that are coming yeah. up in, in the United States, this state, that state, the other state. All right. What are they doing in England? I have no idea. I got nothing on England. Yeah. No, it's just, it's nice that they're actually getting more forward with the studies, but they're behind the curve with their city. That's why we can buy CBD in a gas station right now, period, for us on our side. Before Charlotte's Web and the Stanley brothers there, and I'll give them credit, but before that, there wasn't a thing. There wasn't a thought of like wellness. And now we're in the psychedelic era. Mm. Now we're looking at mushrooms and MDA. Yeah. That's when we really just call it legalization is, but by then hopefully we have yeah. some other people that are doing the show. It's fun to do a podcast. Anyway, I think we've wrapped up the legalization news for the week. Right. We're going to go interview somebody and we're going to be dropping that 420 somewhere on the channel, hopefully Wednesday. Thursday, we're going to talk about SXW and the Texas scene. So if you're joining us from Texas, don't forget to check that one out. And if you want a cannabis license, go check out, go to the channel and check out the, what was we call that? How to win a dispensary license or how to win a dispensary license in 2023. Or watch the Tom and Miggy fill out the license and actually just see us do it. Yeah, but I named it something very specific so that it would actually work for the SEO aspect of it. Well, I think it was how to win a license from any state. Yeah, that's what it is. It's how to apply for a dispensary license in 2023. Ian, Tom, apply for a license. There we go. Let's yeah. go check that one out because you have until, you know, oh, I can just copy and paste this into the live chat. Then you have until March the 10th to apply for a cannabis license in the state of Illinois. It's super easy. Check it out how easy it is if you're really special yes. and have social equity and qualify. That's the trick. Check it out. Check it out. And then check out this new video over there or whatever comes up next. And have yourself a great little Sunday, everybody. You got it.